I think I just Googled while you were talking the this the stages of gambling addiction. <laughs> Everybody, welcome to Stock Bites for Tuesday, August 11th. Today we have a laid-back conversation with Trey about his newly discovered gambling addiction, his inability to pronounce Giannis, and his move to Qatar. I hope you guys enjoy the show. As always, follow us at Stock underscore Bites on Twitter and at Stock Bites Podcast. Excuse me, Stock Bites Podcast at gmail.com. Let's get it. Just murdered a giant bowl of chili. Did you? Uh, yeah, it's eleven thirty here. Texas home, Texas homemade, or yeah, Treebeards. Remember that place? Uh, maybe. Where's Treebeards? There's a couple of them. There's there's one downtown um, in downtown Houston, but it's this old Cajun Louisiana joint. It's delicious, like red beans and rice and oh. chili and. and just southern comfort food, man. I had vegan chili last night. Vegan chili and right. fake noodles, zucchini noodles. I yeah, listened to the most recent podcast. Um, we're talking about Rocket Mortgage and the SPAC company that's uh, sketchy. Um, the golf game is good. I just I I don't think like I haven't done my homework, so I'm never going to be able to good give a good response. Um, yeah. The ones that you picked are terrific. Um, but I just like, honestly, I don't know my middle name right now. Um, and the only stocks that I'm playing are, I couldn't even tell you about the ones I'm playing right now. It's like, I can read charts. I'm trying to get good at reading charts. Um, and I can tell when, what are you doing? Explain that more to me. I it's so the, so the app that I use is Robinhood, and not by choice, but by default, it's the only one that works in Dubai. Uh, Webull international is not, um, is not available uh, here in Dubai, but it's just, it's reading what it's, what a stock has done um, in the last day, in the last week, month, three months and year. And so you look at it. So I just like read a, a penny stock. It's okay. This stock is 40 cents a share for the last month. It's up 10 cents um, for the last week. It's down five. Um, and this might be a good time to jump on there. There's a lot of hype behind it. Um, their earnings report is coming out, you know, in two weeks yeah. and people will jump on just for earnings reports. Um, so you're looking at the chart like, yes, this one goes up. I'm going to buy this one. Right. And it's like, it, but all it has to do is do it by 10 cents. Right. So like if everybody is super excited, so everyone is hot on Bitcoin. Right. And there are stocks that are, which would be a great whole segment, but there are companies that have um, miners, right? That go hunt blockchain currency and they're publicly traded companies. And because of that, because Bitcoin is hot, these companies are also hot. Um, and so what I do is I find the second tier version of that. So I've missed the boat on one, right? Because we always, we all miss the boat. And we don't chase, but you go find that second company that's very similar that's doing the same thing for a lot cheaper and go cool. People are going to follow the hype down. I've done that with mining companies. Uh, So the, the hot one that is just absolutely taken off is Mara M A R A marathon patent group. 
Um, and because Mara's doing well, there's also Riot, um, R-I-O-T. And so let me make sure I got that patent right or that ticker right. Uh, but I watch. I have sat and watched, trying not to chase this. Yeah, Riot, R-I-O-T, and they just continue to go up and up. Blockchain companies, Hindenburg um, Investment Research. That they're the uh, the notorious short sell guys. They published a bearish article on Mara uh, in December of 2017, and that's the latest anything on Seeking Alpha has been published on them. That'll change in the next week. They're up 115% in five days. I've been seeing this plugged on Twitter and, you know, I just haven't looked at it. That's I watched it. I watched it at 148 and went, wow, this is too high. This will come back down. And then I watched it level out at three. And I was like, this is definitely too high because I didn't buy it at 148. And now it's fighting five. I mean, it's at 423 right now, but all week it's just been dancing around five. And the higher the, if, if you bet on Bitcoin, um, you should bet on this because they go hand in hand. Um, but I'm not what, so I love your golf game, but like, Dude, like I, I have to, do it. I have so many ideas on this. All right. I, I like, if you could send it, like if I could take this and I could at least learn a little bit about it, I would be perfect for it next week. I love the idea. I love the golf chart. I think it's great. Um, but, um, what would be cool is if it's, yeah, instead of rating each other's reviews on it, it's like you pick a stock for whole one, I pick a stock for whole one, and then they, it's like stock bets, who, but all the way through. Who, the, who decides who wins? How well the stock does for that week. It's like it's like a draft. It's like you're LeBron James and yeah. I'm Gannis Jacopoco. And, uh, it's just called building a portfolio. <laughs> yeah. A, a fantasy, it's fantasy portfolio. It's like fantasy football, but fantasy portfolio. Um, or we can do the golf game. I'm totally game with that. Wow. But what I and need, then do we do we bet money on it? Can we like get yeah? You want to bet money? Do this fifty bucks against us? That'd be against each other. Definitely. Yeah, and just do paper. Uh, DraftKings portfolio. Yeah, paper portfolio. Uh, we bet twenty five bucks right now. Okay, I just don't know enough about the company. So you're gonna lose. I'm at an immediate. So I, I knew that you were gonna have. I knew you were gonna have these excuses. All right, then I pick first. I purposely did not do any research on the company. Sure, and you. I guess. No, I haven't, man. And these are, I just came up with these top of that, and I'll explain. We're both, both Trey and I are looking at a list of 30, 32, 30 stocks. Um, a lot of them are stocks we've talked about on the show, which you know, I try to do on purpose so that you have some familiarity with them. Uh, you know, Pfizer, IDEX, Amazon, uh, you know. Who else is on here? Apple, if, Microsoft, if AMD, Intel. So yeah. Yeah. Just wanted you to be familiar with them. Cool. Uh, but let's do, let's play basketball here. Let's draft a starting five from this list. And we'll put together a, a portfolio and what's the bet? 50 bucks? No. Um, 25. I don't, I'm at a disadvantage. Bucks. I don't know anything about any, half of these stocks. So, yeah. Well, you can add your own. Like, well, hell. Are no. you going to go with these penny stocks? No. You do know the, you know Apple, Microsoft, Google. Right, but I don't know what's going on in the world right now. I just know that they're all expensive and that they're all going to be expensive yeah. and keep going up. These are Well, uh, negative Nancy, what would you like to add to the grid? No, I don't know because I don't know any stocks. I don't know any stocks, George. <laughs> 
Dude, I was watching this thing on uh, the Wall Street Journal. Oh, by the way, did you hear Robinhood is cutting off access to their data? No. They Good. haven't given out a date. Thank goodness. As far as like what's most added and what's not and things. Yeah. Good. God, that is ruining my life. <laughs> I wow, couldn't be more happy life? about that. Because the last thing you want to see is that your stock is on the top five of Robinhood users. Talk about it's literally chasing and they will stay in a stock for less than 24 hours. And when it drops, they will pull out yeah. and they will start an avalanche. Um, so you're building these house of cards. Your stock will be doing nice and great. And then Robinhood users will come in and go, I got a whole deck of cards here. And they will throw it at your mountain and it will overweigh it. And people start to panic and they will take profits and they will leave. Are you ready for my story? You want my story for the week? Fire away. Who's the right. sponsor by? Uh, this stock sponsored by Robinhood users ruining my life. So this goes up to Robinhood. Uh, Robinhood is not paying me to be very grumpy with them. Um, so this is my baby. This is my, uh, I found this on a whim, total accident. My secret, my secret uh, Twitter account that I follow that I still haven't been able to share because she's so good and I just can't risk it. For a biscuit um, yeah, you can't even tell me can't even tell you she's just that she's just that on the she money have, are you her only follower no i'm like one of two thousand though and like well, come on man i'm not one of the special you can't choose me to be maybe let me see the, let the me special two thousand let me make my bank and then I, i'll see if you if yeah i guess we've known each other long enough that there's uh, two thousand people <laughs> who are more deserving than me they just they just stumbled up. they're not deserved none of us are deserving that's the kicker I am not worthy. Um, don't don't tell me now because I don't know how to bleep shit out. On- right. Okay, I'll tell you after we uh, <laughs> censor out. Sorry, everybody listening. So the company is Ocugen, which is a um, yeah, company. It's number number eight on Robinhood today. Is it really? Not the list, Clifford. Cool, because it doesn't say top 100 on my Robinhood account right now, which makes me happy. It makes me nervous when I see top 100. Um, so Ocugen was when I got in 28 cents a share. Um, and I got in, uh, kind of big, um, probably too big, but everything lined up, right. The charts looked great. They had a lot of news coming out. They're about to get FDA approval. Um, and I put, I put about five and a half thousand dollars into this company. Um, this was why, last. what, what caused, so go through that with me one more time. What, what caused you to put in five and a half thousand, um, this company? So this, it was sitting at some of its, like it, it had an uptrend. It was starting to head in the right direction. Um, but it was still incredibly cheap. So it was, there was with the hype that was behind it and all the positivity behind the company and the promise of FDA drug approvals, it could only go up how much it was going to go up, how long I was going to be in for it. I wasn't sure, but I knew that at 29 cents a share, there wasn't much further down it could go. Five years ago, this company was worth $355 a share. Um, And a lot of crap has happened to this company on the way down. It's now a penny stock, so that tells you something. Um, But I I knew that at 29 cents a share, this could only go up. Maybe I sell it after five cents and I make, you know, a couple hundred dollars off of it, or maybe it keeps going up. Um, and with the intention of selling it after a couple cents up, 
um, which I which I very rarely do. But it, as such a big YOLO play on a penny stock, you don't t- you don't hold on forever. You don't fall in love with the stock. Um, but throughout the week, I mean, as soon as I put money in, no joke, it was up ten cents. It went from twenty nine to thirty nine. I was like, all right, I've got so much profit in this stock that I've got time. I can let it play. I can let, I can let it see what happens. I've got room and positive and negative. And I'm essentially playing with profits, but I haven't pulled anything out yet. I haven't pulled any profits out yet. Um, after 39, it dropped a little bit to down. I was like, that's cool. It's totally fine. Um, and then it just kept going up and up. I mean, and it doubled. It hit 62 cents a share at the end of the day uh, last week. And I was like, great. I was like, there's nowhere to go but up. Um, I had made 100% profits on this company. Um, you know, this is when I start to get greedy though, right? Because you don't fall in love with the stock. You take profits and you go. 100% runner, take it. Take the money and run. But everything I'm reading is like, this company's got more to go. At the end of August, they have a big announcement that they're going to be making. They've got more drugs looking for FDA approval. Um, and this is about where Robinhood decides that this is a cool stock too, is when it starts to dance right around. I mean, this puppy went all the way up to um, 72 cents. And then uh, Robinhood continues to jump on, continues to jump on. And here is where my life as a trader is difficult in Dubai. Our trading day starts at 5.30 in the afternoon. I am hauling ass across town to go take a buddy of mine's workout class, exercise class. You got to turn your phones off for an hour. So at 5.30, I kiss my phone. I kiss my Occugen stock that is on its way to 94 cents a share. I'm currently up $13,000 in this stock. I kiss my phone. I say, I love you. I'll be right back. Don't do anything stupid. I go in the room. And I come back and 94, 97 cents a share is now down to 84 cents a share. And I go, shit. I literally just lost thousands of dollars because I love my buddy. I'm going to take his workout class. I haven't seen him in forever. Having dinner with his family. Told him I would be there. And I'm losing a couple thousand dollars. Now the question becomes, does it continue to go back up? It doesn't. Death by a thousand paper cuts. For the rest of the week, Robin Hooders are pulling money out going, I lost $100. I lost $1,000 and not having the patience to hold on to this stock. And by the end of the week, it was back down to $0.52 cents a share. And my profits were at $2,000. Um, and it's, it was tough. And I walked around the whole week going, I'm super missing. Super cranky. Super cra- kind of cranky. I even had a meeting with my uh, – my boss and she's like, you've been kind of grumpy uh, for your nighttime classes. And I was like, you know what? Cause they record them. I was like, you know what? That's me checking the stock market just before teaching class, but it's a $13,000 runner. And I got to remember that taking that money, I can then have $13,000 to play other stocks with. I could have gotten in on Mara. I would have gotten in on Mara. I'm too busy staring at Occugen. And don't get me wrong. My baby, my baby has had life this week. She popped open at 83 cents a share. Right now she's hanging around 70. Um, but my Twitter feed, my Twitter handle right now is just love letters to Occugen going, my dear, we are married. I love you. There will be a lot of suitors coming after you after you're worth more. Remember who has been around through the thick and thin. Please treat me well. Um, so it, my, my tough 
and go ahead. Yeah, you're you watched all this money disappear. It got all the way down to forty six cents. It did, and I about had at it at the peak, like you were talking about. There was eighty two thousand Robinhood users in this thing, uh, and then just a couple short days later, that's you know ten thousand people had bailed out. Like, like you were saying, I think I just googled while you were talking the this the stages of gambling addiction. <laughs> um, are you doing any of these? Are you gambling alone? Uh, yeah, because all you can talk about is the podcast and not about stocks. Yeah. So yes, well, no, you're you're alone. You're in Dubai. You're gambling. This is a this is a you thing. Right? Yes, I'm gambling alone. Okay. Do you, do you borrow money to gamble? No. That's good. Uh, well, well, hmm. well. Um, so my mom had work done in the backyard and she charged it to my credit card um, just so that I could get the, the points. She's got one of my credit cards in the States. Um, and she sent me the money to then pay off that credit card bill. And instead of paying off the credit card bill, I Bust put it into Robinhood. Yeah, two for three. <laughs> <laughs> Do you skip work? No, but I've thought about it. Yeah, okay. Two for four, 50%. Do you lie to your friends and family and default on debts? No. I'll tell you when I, I like just now, I'll tell you when I'm losing. I'll be more vocal when I'm winning. <laughs> and I don't default on any debts. Yeah, all right, two for five and last year. They also begin to chase their losses. Haven't chased my losses because I'm holding strong. Where Today. I guess I, where I'm holding, yeah. Um, I will, I tell you what, um, BioC, I sold for a $1,000 profit and BioC continued to go up. B-I-O-C is the ticker. Um, I was in at 69 cents a share. I sold at 88 um, and then BioC opened at a dollar twenty, and I chased the hell out of that, um, just trying to get back in. Um, however, I haven't lost any money. I was chasing profits on that one. Um, never a good thing. Never a good thing. Oh yeah, I'm well aware. I'm well aware that. I'm, thank you for my questionnaire, though. That's yeah, my- that was pretty good. You 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 went three for six. Yeah, I'm on the I, fence. I don't, I don't know. Like, I should probably see a doctor. At what point should we be worried? <laughs> That's a great question. Here's the here's the kicker. And every time I say something like this, it, it's a bad jinx. I'm currently up 60% all time. Dude, but how's your how's your mental health? It was bad for quite some time. At what point is it not worth it? Um, you know, and I was asking myself that and I at that time I took all my money on my Robinhood account. And it lasted for 24 hours, not even. I had immediately put it back into different stocks the next day. Um, it's hard to leave after knowing that I had lost some. So I guess that's chasing losses where it's like, um, yeah, I could take this all out and be up 60%, but it was up 80%. It's like that 20%, I can't even be happy with profits. Yeah. Um, so... Yeah, I don't. That's a great question, especially because the time zone is different here, right? So our day, our stock day, starts at five thirty and ends at midnight, and then after hours, you kind of have to pay attention to for volatile stocks. 
and I got to be up at seven in the morning to teach four indoor cycling classes and then hit classes at Barry's. Um, so it's like I'm nonstop having to be physically alert and uh, motivational to people who are just as tired as I am. <laughs> it's like, so yeah, it's a great question of like, when is it stop being worth it? And I tried. The alternative is you go by companies that you believe in that you don't have to handhold and just buy them and stop take looking your 10 to 20 to whatever percent a year and get and you, slower. And you look at it, if I had left, you know, my stocks in Redfin, um, RDFN, if I left it in Peloton, PTON, um, I probably would have very similar profits to what I have right now. Um, if I use that money to make calls for things that are a month out, like Disney, I'd be up on my Disney calls right now that I wanted to do. Um, so there are other alternatives. Um, I think calls are probably going to be my next alternative so that I don't have to watch all the time, but I'm excited by the high risk, high reward volatility that is available in the market. Do you understand options? I do. I had to watch a video, an hour long video on options three times to make sure I completely understood everything behind it. For what? Um, to Are to make sure that I got chose it. To do that? Yeah. Oh yeah. I watched it because it's like a it's like a kid trying to understand the homework assignment and reading the paper yeah. over and over again, going, "Wait, is this right? Do I understand this right?" Um, and I finally do understand uh, call options. I, I never, I didn't make my first um, call until I completely understood. Um, have I lost money on it? Absolutely. Have I then yeah. like come back around and made money on it? Yes. Um, mm -hmm. Now. Like things from like Uber, I've made money on um, things like Plug, P-L-U-G, um, I made money on. Um, I've got a Redfin I'm still up on. That What um, is Delta? Delta is an airline? What, no, what is, a, what is an options Delta? Uh, is that in the money? I don't know what uh, options Delta is. So there's sensitivity to the underlying stock. Uh, was, oh yeah. As far as, um, yeah. How much you, is that the percentage of like, uh, volatility of like time that's left over as far as until the end of your contract? Time is theta. Theta. Okay. theta time decay, theta decay. Yeah. See, I know what I'm talking about though. I know my theta and deltas. Yeah. And like okay. how much they charge you a day to be in this game, um, to play. And yeah, absolutely. I'm into it. I love it. It gets me going. <laughs> Plug, some of these have treated me really well. How are you getting information? How are you deciding what calls and what stocks to, to buy options? I on? only do options on stocks that I know. That's something that I've learned um, like that, that, I'm, that I'm confident in. So I have a Peloton call for September. You, also, you aren't supposed to do it for um, earnings reports, but I'm so confident that on September 10th, Peloton is going to have an awesome earnings report. So today, Peloton was in the red. It's a discount on call options, and I bought a $600 call option for September 11th at the end of day saying, you know what? Peloton's going to absolutely crush their earnings report on the end of the day of the 10th. It hit 73 the other day. I would break even at 73. Um, so I'm pretty confident with that call. So I only do it for things like that. Um, I also realize that it takes more time than I think it does. Like Disney, I was a week off. Um, Wells Fargo, I was a week off. 
Um, it's kind of like when we do stock bets, I'm always seem to be like a week off before something gets hot and you kick my butt. But then the next week, if I had made that choice, I'd be rocking it. Um, was but, the, the, the jump in Disney, was that just because of Mulan and that the, and they're releasing it? I, I think that helped a lot. I think it's, uh, yeah, I think people are realizing that the parks are doing well, that they're going to stay open and that, yeah. And that people are going to be chasing Disney plus a whole lot more than we all expected. I think movie theaters are done. I don't like going to movie theaters because the person in front of you is texting and the person behind you can't stop talking. And so if Disney is going to start taking the route of epic hits going straight to um, streaming and they find that they're making a profit there, it's going to be the new future. AMC got as low as $2.08 back in April. Doubled since then, up to four forty-seven. MC, what is MC? AMC. Oh, AMC. Yes. Uh, what's gonna? They're they're gonna go bankrupt, or if they go bankrupt. Yeah, if, if Amazon right. or Netflix or one of these other streaming services will pick them up, and right, I mean, wouldn't that happen? They will. What's going to happen, in my opinion, is they're going to reshape how we go watch um, movies. You will have your own pods. You'll have food delivery service systems. Um, you will pay more per ticket. There will be less people in the theater. Um, and it will be your own personal experience. You'll want to leave your house. Like you, I would rather watch Mulan sitting on your couch with your family, hanging out with the baby, than going to a movie theater, dealing with a bunch of garbage people and paying too much for broken popcorn. Um, and I, but I think, I think Amazon and these places will, I think you're right. I think they will buy the big movie theaters and they will, did you ever go to Alamo draft house? Yeah, man. Yeah. We went together. All, yeah. We've gone yeah. together. It's going to be like that. It's going to be an experience There's, where great food, great drinks. Um, they will separate seats so that you're not disturbed by other people. Um, but you will pay a, a premium price for it. And I think that's what Amazon and, um, some of these big contenders will do. Yeah. You know, I remember, you know, they didn't used to serve beer at Edwards. And when they started serving beer at movie theaters, it kind of caught on pretty quickly. And it, it makes the movie theater experience so much better to have a way to take the edge off. A little bit of a buzz. <laughs> Which is not a good thing for your business model. You got to get people drunk so that they actually... Right. You know. And when people get drunk, they tend to be a little more obnoxious and a little loose verbally. And, you know, if you're if like... I can't wait to see Tenet, the new movie coming out by Christopher Nolan. And when movies like that come out, I have to wait a month and a half until everybody has seen it. And then I go see it by myself in the middle of the day. Don't talk to me. Don't touch me. Don't look at me. Nobody else in the theater. And I'm telling you that alcohol only is going to add to that of like the crazy. Do you wear, do you wear a track suit? I like do. A hoodie? hoodie, glasses on. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. Don't recognize that I'm a Christopher Nolan fan nerd. Um, well, dude, yeah. here, here's why movie theaters are never going to go out of business. Tell me. What did you do on Friday and Saturday night when you were in middle school? Oh, 100%. Every Friday, Saturday night. I was going to see the movies. But you know what we you didn't the do? Movies. You know what we didn't do? Watch the movie. We're sitting there texting. We're running you from paid, theater to theater. You paid to get in. That's, it's like it's, it's babysitting. I for paid, yeah, parents. I paid to get away from my parents. Um, yeah. 
That's what I, a movie theater is. It's I'm, a giant playpen for kids where parents can drop their kids off and get a couple hours of peace. That's why they're never going out of business. Yeah, I'm going to wager there's going to be a better option than movie theaters in the future. Whether that's like a TikTok hangout, sex zone, or like whatever. But I think we're going to find something better than movie theaters to do that. Who's buying TikTok? Um, you know, that's up in the air. Like Microsoft was discussed and uh, Twitter is now in the running as well. And Donald Trump wants a cut of the action. Did you see that as well? I mean, I read the headline. I don't, I don't know what he's asking for, but he's basically, he's right. He's making China, he's making ByteDance either get out of the country or sell. He's brokering a deal. He's forcing him to do it. Why shouldn't he get paid? Yeah, sure. I mean, I'm sure there's like, that's a violation of numerous ethical. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> statutes for his office. But, you know, since that doesn't. When does that ever matter? <laughs> right. there's, there's workarounds. Right. Yeah, I'm surprised Twitter. I guess it had a little bit of a spike this morning, but then kind of pared back some of its gains. People want to see what happens. I don't think Twitter would do it, right? I think Twitter is very undervalued. What is it at? Thirty dollars a share. Thirty-seven. Thirty-seven. I think Twitter is seriously undervalued. But do do kids use Twitter? What's the cutoff for Twitter? Um, I think I think we use it for news so much, so often. Like everything from like local TV stations to send out warnings about weather alerts to um, national security to everything and then like to like your famous people like you wanted to follow what's kanye west doing crazy today the place to do it is on twitter the place that they quote the most on tv is twitter um i think that will be around i think politicians will use it to reach out i think celebrities will use it to make mistakes political make mistakes that we all make fun of them for for the rest of our lives that's a great question will the next generation use twitter or will they use another streaming service or whatever? But the beautiful thing about Twitter is that it's so clean. It's usually just words, a photo, maybe a GIF, and that's it. It's not, you know, there's not music behind it. You're not doing a dance choreography to it. There aren't a lot of filters. It's about what you say. Same way Instagram is a picture's worth a thousand words. It's, uh, Twitter is these hundred characters are worth a thousand words. And I think there's something beautiful and simple and it's going to be around for a long time. I think Twitter will start to make these purchases of like TikTok. The fact that they're in the running and talks of it show that they're wanting to expand and do different things. You mentioned Kanye West. Would you, believe, would you believe that the Gap is the second best performing stock that we've talk, talked about on our Robin Hood recaps? That can't be true. It's up 39% since we spoke about it. Uh, on June 28th, it was trading at $10.16 a share. And then yesterday, it was up at 14.08. The only thing beating it is Workhorse at 67%. The freaking gap, though. Out of all, you know, we've talked electric vehicle companies, plugs, backs. Plug, yeah. plug, plug is up. PLUG is. From I think when we talked about it, it was dancing around nine, it's up to almost twelve now. 
There's a one. There's got to be some ones that are other than Gap. But that's that's pretty surprising to me that Gap is doing. I don't know. Maybe it's not. So plug is plug was one of yours. I, I'm not counting those. These are um, just stocks that have been Discuss. in the top five for, on Robinhood the previous week. Doesn't that kind of prove the point of Robinhood and top fives? That they, that it's just chasers that stay in for a short period of time and then pull out, and that they aren't. Does it scare you as a Robinhood user that Robinhood is about to start selling your? Well, that doesn't matter. What what has already been happening is that private equity firms, venture capital firms, all the Wall Street firms are taking the the data that Robinhood releases and they have they're building algorithms around it, and they're playing against you in your arena, right? Yeah, and you're you're handicapped in a couple of ways. You don't have access to pre and post market trading, right? right. Uh, yeah, that's absolutely right. C- compared to other companies that are out there, that's very true. You certainly don't have the money to to move prices the way you want, right? Um. um so, uh, so that's a great question. Yeah. So, put it in a sentence. Ask me. Ask me in a sentence. At what point does do the health risks become too much, and you just say "fuck it"? I'm just gonna. Wait, you were just asking anymore. me about. You're just asking me about. Um, That's the heart of it. You were talking about algorithms in a minute yeah, ago. Right. Wait, go back to that real quick. So, it's what just I, another. What I would say about the algorithm things. So it's a very good point. The, my response would be: What isn't running an algorithm to find out about me? I go over to the girlfriend's house and her YouTube commercials are completely different to mine. Uh, her Netflix recommendations are different than mine. You scroll through her Instagrams, the advertisements are different to each other, right? It's Those are not, but they're not but trying to attack you. That's exactly what I was going to say is they're also not connected to where literally all of my money is. And that's what scares me. What it says is that it's, it's a thing of our time is that there are algorithms and, um, people reading my data all the time and we've all just gotten used to it or like there's not a lot we can do about it. Does it scare me because now it is in a place where where my honeypot is, where all my money's, all my goodies are? Yeah, it does make me nervous. Um, but bring it. Let's go. I will beat you left, right to Sunday to Monday. So yeah, I do have a problem to go back to your biggest question. I know but I love it. I don't, I enjoy it. And I'm not, I'm up 60%. Um, You're killing it. Even in my worst days, I'm still losing profit. Um, and I've learned how to not be, I've learned, I've learned a lot. So like the difference between gambling is very minimal. There was a gambling and trading stocks. Is it like I learned, I learned not to sell on red days. I learned to not buy on green days. You, you learn gambling too. You do. I, and what I'm saying is that I, that I... You learn things like, you know, don't bet on the back-to-back, you know, the, the second night of a back-to-back for NBA teams. <laughs> the same shit. That's fair. You're absolutely, you're 100% right. You're 100% right. Um, I, I enjoy it. I think, you know, I've got an hour-long train ride to and from work every day. Um, and there's nothing I enjoy more than being able to sit and just watch numbers move back and forth and 
read about what companies are doing what and um on, on the- it's the it's their appy you know or not their appy whatever their 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 design is so intuitive the colors are so cool that it's hitting your dopamine receptors you know the same way that uh bells and whistles on media is designed to it you know the there's an old wives tale that they're pumping oxygen into the casinos in vegas to keep you up there's no windows yeah there's no clocks doing yeah. they're doing things to to change and manipulate the user experience in a way that is designed to keep you there and keep you hooked on it yeah yeah i by the way uh, yeah before, just look i doubt this will help anybody but if you do have a gambling problem, call 1-800-662-HELP. Hang on, let me write that down. 1-800-662-HELP. Just in case right. they ever pull that shit 10 years from now and we, all of a sudden you can't make fun of gambling, you know? Right. Yeah, and we can't. I mean, it's a, it's a real problem. It's a real thing. So um, as we talk about it and have fun with it, yeah, please, please seek help if you need it. Which uh, I appreciate you asking if I do, because there's a very big possibility that I do. What's up with Qatar? So I, uh, the whole world is still locked down, um, but I got I got a I'm through Lululemon. I know the people that own um, Barry's Boot Camp. It's now just called Barry's in Qatar. They're about to open a studio. Um, I'm an indoor cycling instructor by trade. I catch eight, eight counts. I bring kick-ass playlists full of ACDC, Bruce Springsteen, to EDM remixes. Um, but uh, I just went through training to be a Barry's instructor. And um, it was hell week for a whole week. And then I had to present to real people. Uh, and it was very nerve-wracking. For 40 minutes, you have to be perfect. You have to do treadmills to run fast while queuing a floor to do um, floor exercises. And every 60 seconds, you have to queue both of them to do something else um, while manipulating music and making sure everything is okay um, while following like a very strict um, vocabulary. And uh, Give me an example of, because I, I know that Lululemon had some weird words that you had to use as well. Well, yeah. give me an example of a Barry's word. Um, so there's something called a um, perfect sentence. And so the way that you cue, like you have to use this sentence, it's the easiest way to do it, but you have to go treadmill. In 15 seconds, you're going to pick up your speed by five, six, or seven to a jog. Floor, when they do that, you're going to do hand release push ups. Everybody goes in five, four, three, two, one. You then have to go treadmill, pick it up to five, six, or seven, floor, hand release push-ups. So it has to be very, it has to be cue, countdown, cue again. And while you're cueing again, you have to show the floor the exercise that you're talking about. You can't do it before, you gotta do it three, two, one, go after. Um, and so like there's just, there's like all these things that go with it. Um, you can't say easy, right? This is gonna be an easy job because someone in the room is going, you know what, none of this is easy. Don't call it easy. Um, the brisk, the, the, the light. Like light jog? Risk, yeah, uh, a less inconvenient jog than we normally are doing. Um, so there's just, there's things you got to pay attention to all you, the time. You know, just want you to pretend that there's zombies coming over the hill, but the hill's <laughs> pretty far away. So you're just going to start kind of, you, you like motivate people with fear? Or, That'd no, be that's, great. That's actually a really good idea. Yeah. It's like make some, oh, make some stories. Dude, you do a, 
you do a, an exercise class where you know a lot of these exercise rooms they have mirrors make the mirrors screens and show fucking zombies coming oh. <laughs> you know running at them from the mirror that's a great so idea like holy shit that might be a million dollar <laughs> yeah put them in the in the screen behind them so yeah, yeah. You could like you're looking over your shoulder, running for right. zombies. Right, I can only imagine how people fall off, but that would be completely. They get eaten by zombies. <laughs> you're done. Can you're you done imagine? with the exercise. Have a good day. You fell off. You died. You're done. Like they, you, you get interviewed when you come out of the class, and they're like, "How was it?" <laughs> I was scared. Shit, my pants. <laughs> but it was the best workout of my whole life. <laughs> I pooped my pants. <laughs> oh, that's great. So are, are you moving to Qatar? Um, it's up in the air right now. Qatar is on lockdown. Um, I got a job offer from the same um, company, same franchise here in Dubai. Um, so I might spend a couple months here learning to be very good at it so that by the time Qatar opens back up and I open a studio with them, um, I'm at the top of my game. I'm presenting my best foot forward for myself and the company. Um, and I need to go visit. I've never been to Qatar. Um, Qatar and Dubai don't like each other. So it's about the distance between here and El Paso. But I had to take two separate plane flights because they don't fly directly to each other. Um, but it would be awesome to be there for the World Cup, um, which happens in a year and a half. Um, it would be awesome to open a studio because this is a company that has uh, studios in Australia and Mexico and Italy in Spain. So if I do a good, and in the United States, all over the U S. So if I can put on my resume that I opened a studio successfully in Qatar, um, the opportunity to travel the world with it, uh, expands greatly. Yeah. So you can't even get into Qatar right now. Can't get into Qatar right now. Um, yeah. And there's just no telling. They think it's going to be next month, but it like the same way we all thought we were going to be on lockdown for two weeks and it turned into three yeah. months. There's just no telling with uh, the Middle East has done a good job with um, the coronavirus. Masks are required. Um, we had a curfew when this started, um, which which proposes the most incredible thesis paper ever, which is when is it better to have a dictatorship over complete independent democracy? Um, and there's an argument to be had for when there's a pandemic. Yeah. So if you're you're assuming if your dictator actually does the right thing right um yeah because then there's like you know the guy in the philippines duterte he's a crazy dude he's, um, he's going out murdering people over the covid right um that's absolutely right but you know dictators tend to want to keep their servants and peasants and people alive or they don't have anything to rule so you'd think they would have the best interests at heart um so you just you know, i think i'd still take democracy I, I mean, hell yeah. Well, I mean, you you cut us open. We bleed red, white, and blue. But I mean, it's, I, it's close. <laughs> if if I had, if I had to trade for three months, <laughs> I don't know. Like I, I think Look, in, not, not to get all weird and shit here, but you know, my wife is from Venezuela, and I did not vote in the 2016 election, and I met my wife shortly after that and we it came out in conversation that i didn't vote and she got so upset with me that she started crying because the elections in her country had either been rigged 
or hadn't happened her entire life. She had no voice, uh, you know, in, in anything that was happening to the state of the country. And it's a weird kind of tangent to go off on, but this is a really important season to vote and vote for whoever you want, but vote, but vote at the end of the day, vote. It does matter. You look, I'm the, you're, you're the Democrat in Texas. Well, you know, you may not win this time, but you may inspire somebody else, you know, and each year it gets a little bit closer and then that's the point of it. Right. Right. Ted Cruz, Ted Cruz had to fight tooth and nail to get his uh, Senate seat from Beto O'Rourke. I mean, it yeah. does make a difference. So, Oh, oh, Beto came out of nowhere. He did. What a baller skateboarding. What a burger almost, eating. Almost became president. He's a pretty good Texan. <laughs> failed, failed up. Yeah. Um, there's a sign in my neighborhood that says, not voting is the number one cause of unwanted uh, presidencies. <laughs> Which I thought was pretty clever. That's perfect. It's a perfect, yeah. almost smoking hominem there. Nicely done. That's pretty darn good. Yeah. What right, time is it there? 12.15. Okay. I almost fell asleep twice before this. Yeah, I'm sorry that I, I can start, I can get up earlier next time. Um, I I gotta... Well, what, what are Tuesdays your day off? This is my one day. Um, I'm about to go on it to... Like, but like on my days off, I have to go exercise twice at this new studio. Um, I'm about to go on a morning date, and then I think I might go skiing in the mall. So. Fuck you, man. <laughs> that's my day also I can't find my jacket though I can't find my winter jacket there's no telling you that way you don't need that right Ooh, look how small they are <laughs> sleeves on that because I'm going skiing snowing <laughs> chicks ski in bikinis all the time cold I see it on the internet it's true <laughs> we need VPNs for that alright buddy I love you very much <laughs> alright bud have a good night I'll talk to you soon bye bye